1: You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client, and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another show. Now, let me ask you a question. Are you still working in a day job and dream about starting your own business? Entrepreneurship is calling your name, yet you're worried about how you're going to generate income and have enough cash flow to support yourself. Well, my very special guest today is Felicia Streeter, and Felicia is an author, coach, trainer, and speaker, and helps women entrepreneurs, professionals, and military spouses that are still in a job transition move into full-time entrepreneurship successfully. She helps you save time, make more money, create your tailor-made life, and finally be able to hit the send button on that email, Dear Boss, I Quit. And on today's show, Felicia will speak about how to set core foundations for cash flow success, Three surefire ways and strategies to know that it's time to hit the send button on that email, Dear Boss, I Quit, and the must-do income-producing activity to create cash flow in your business in 60 minutes a day and much more. So welcome to the show, Felicia. Felicia.
0: Well, thank you, Anne-Marie. I am so glad to be here and I'm honored that you would allow me to come onto your show and share on this topic today. So
1: thank you. <laughs> and I know this is a topic that uh, many of our listeners, particularly who, who are in transition between full-time job and full-time entrepreneurship, can find it difficult to send that email and to completely leave their full-time job and, and concentrate just on their business. So the things that you talk about and really passionate about is how to create cash flow and just 60 minutes a day, which is so very important. And many other people say that it can take at least two to four hours a day. So share with our listeners how it can only take 60 minutes work.
0: Sure. So, you know, here's the thing. When you get laser focused on the income producing activities, then in 60 minutes a day, you can get it done. Now, but here's the thing. There's some planning that goes around that. So when I say 60 minutes a day, I mean for 60 minutes, it's nothing but income producing activities. So you're not doing any prep work. You're not planning, you already know exactly what you're going to do for 60 minutes. So that means when the clock starts ticking, you just dive right in to those activities. So that's how it takes 60 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And then if you think about consistency, So once you're consistent with doing that every day for 60 minutes, that's where you build the momentum
1: and that's where the cash flow comes from. Mm. I think consistency is so very important and we tend to give up if we see results not being generated as quickly as what we we had hoped. Are you able to share just what one of those income producing activities would look like? I know this is something that you share uh, much more in depth in your programs, but what would be one activity that would you, you would. Classify as an income generating one?
0: Sure. So, one activity is having a sales conversation. And I'm going to just say I'm guilty because I thought when I first started, right, we're all, when we're that newbie, I thought marketing was it. You know, as mm-hmm. long as I'm marketing, that I'll produce the cash flow that I need. Well, marketing and sales are two different things. And so, when I'm talking about income, Come producing activities. I'm talking about having sales conversations. I'm talking about sending those emails where you're making an offer, right? Whether it's a product or service, a book, I don't care, whatever it is, but you're inviting people to come into your world and, you know, pay your service or whatever you have to offer. So that's one of the income-producing activities I'm talking about.
1: I think a lot of people have just gone, oh my goodness, that is just so true because how often do we think, well, I'm on social media and I'm sending mm-hmm. out my newsletters and my articles, maybe even networking as well. However, that they are not really sales-producing activities. They're just the marketing, which is also very important. But you can see right. how clients are not stepping in. They're not investing in your products and services because of the fact that you haven't actually had that sales conversation with them.
0: Exactly. And then sometimes people have the sales conversation, right? And they forget the very last step, which is to make an offer, ask for
1: the sale. Mm, that is one of the, the things that I think many, many entrepreneurs, particularly when they're just starting off, they continue to struggle with. And you've got to make that offer. Otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, people aren't going to, to say yes. So Felicia, what do you consider as the biggest reason why many m- women never hit that send button on that email? Dear boss, I quit. What keeps them stuck?
0: you know, and, and it's a few things here. So I'm going to go over, you know, a few here. But you know, one is tracking your numbers. And a lot of times women, they're afraid to do that, or they're not used to doing that. Maybe their spouse or a significant other handles all the financial things around the home. And so when they step into entrepreneurship, well, you know, at the beginning, you do everything. Mm-hmm. And so you it's important that you track your numbers. And so that's one of the things that they fall short on. The other thing is having a vision. And with the vision, it allows you to sit back and kind of paint a picture of what it would look like when you're able to hit the send button. And tracking the numbers is also a crucial part of that because what it ultimately gives you is what I like to call is your freedom day goals. Mm -hmm. So if you you know, sit down, figure out what those freedom day goals. And I like to say freedom day, because that's the day you hit the send button, right? Yes. And so once you're clear on how much money you need, you know, uh, how much you need to save. what about cash flow, you know, looking at those things. And then here's the other thing. And this is really, really huge, has nothing to do with the business in itself, but the individual, sometimes fear
1: Hmm.
0: and lack of confidence will prevent them from hitting the sand button. But it's only because they have not figured out those Freedom Day goals and realized guess what? You're already there.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I'd imagine with the tracking of the numbers that can, particularly for someone who may not have tracked numbers before, this is critical, isn't it? because what you can't what you're not tracking, you don't monitor and if you're not monitoring it, you're not seeing that in actual fact, you are generating, because you're making those offers, you are generating a level of income that can support you in transitioning to full-time work within your own business. Yes, is that what you find?
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. Cause here's the thing. And like in my program, my 60 minute workout program, we sit down, we figure out all the numbers that you need to be tracking, right? Because yes. there's various numbers that you, you need to track. You know, it's not just money coming in, but money going out and various things. And, you know, like even looking at your, um, I like to call it budgeting for success, and so looking at how many clients do I need to, to make a certain amount of money? Well, how many conversations do I need to have to get that many clients to make that amount of money? So we have to kind of dig deep. And, and figure out some numbers and then start tracking those numbers. And that way, you're always at a glance, you're able to know how close you are to hitting your number, or if you've already exceeded your number.
1: Mm-hmm. It's such a great lesson that you're sharing with us, because many of uh, the people that I've spoken to, and you may find this too, Felicia, with your clients, that mm-hmm. they generate a level of expertise, and they've created that those skills and the strengths through their own work. And then they think, you know what, I want to go into a consultancy or some service-based business so that they can provide their expertise for their clients. And one thing that they don't consider, and this is because they may not be doing this within their full-time job is what you're just talking about, is what are the numbers that I need to track? How often do I need to track them? What are the marketing and the sales activities that I need to do? Those often are tasks that we don't need to do within our our full-time job. Is that one thing that you find that, that we often struggle with is because we really haven't had to do that before? Oh
0: yeah, definitely. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Yes, and and so you know, I'm I'm I was in that spot once when I first started. I didn't know. And okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm put it on the table. I have an accounting degree. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. however, <laughs> I did not know that I had to track the numbers the way we track the numbers as an entrepreneur, as it relates to sales and and things like that. And you know, like looking at the ratios and percentages and. Uh, you know, like I said, how many people you have to talk to versus how much money comes in and all that stuff. I didn't know it, you know, and it took me to get with a coach and for them to tell me these things for me to figure it out. So it's difficult. What I find, especially for, you know, those in transition is to do it all on your own, because like I said, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So you can't ask the question. I couldn't ask that question because I didn't know to ask the question.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and
0: so that's where we find ourselves.
1: And I think too, in in my experience, when I think back to some of the conversations and people who have given feedback about listening to the show, they found it great to be able to listen to experts such as yourself because the numbers side of things, you know, normally when we think of budgets and, and finances and things, people's eyes glaze over because it seems too hard. But from what you're saying, this is something that we need to as entrepreneurs, we need to take control of because these numbers and tracking these numbers is going to give us an indication of how well we're doing. And of course, I'd imagine if things aren't tracking so well, then we can make a change. What do I need to do differently? What do I need to implement that I may not be doing? Is this something that you share with your clients for the people who say, you know what, I know nothing about numbers. You've got a, you've got a background in an accounting degree, so you can understand it. What would you say to someone who's listening today that kind of has those thoughts?
0: Sure. So the first thing is, you know, don't beat yourself up about what you don't know i like to say is don't let your back office prevent the success in your front office Mm -hmm. so what i mean by that is as you said Anne marie we know our skill we know how to do what we're going to offer as a service and so that's great where most entrepreneurs fall short is in the back office and the back office is all of those things about running a business being that ceo being that visionary leader of your business being that person that wears all the hats in the beginning, so you're the marketing person, you're the salesperson, you're the financial person, you're the F- Everything person, and so it's difficult. Number one, to find the time to do all of these things, and that's really why I broke it down to sixty minutes a day to focus on the things that you need to focus on to get the income-producing activities done, so that you can create the cash flow. Mm. Is there a lot more that we need to do? Yes, Anne Marie, you can probably agree to that, Mm. and you probably, (laughs) in some of your stuff, you offer that you teach on other areas, Mm. and 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 I do too. But I wanted to put something together for those. that are in transition so that they can focus because this is all about money. This is the 60 minute money workout. That's what it's about. And so we're focused on nothing but things that deal with bringing money in their door. Why? Because they don't know these things and they don't know to ask these things. And here's what I found. You can go to the SBA, love the SBA, and they'll help you With whatever you ask of them, I know this because that's where I started. I went to the SBA and they answered all of my questions. But what I found, there was a lot of questions that I didn't know the acts, So therefore, I didn't get any answers for those things. And not that it's their fault, but they're not entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. You know, they're in a job, so they don't know... uh, that struggle of, you know, most entrepreneurs when they start out and things aren't going right and don't have the cash flow and you're up in the middle of the night trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bills.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I love that, the 60-minute money workout, and particularly for people Mm -hmm. in transition, when we focus on those money generating, income generating activities. Guess what? That means that we can transition into our dream, which is running our own business which so much quicker because we don't have that worry then of where's the next client going to come exactly. from. So in your experience, what do you believe is the biggest mistake that you see being made as people do leave their day job for full-time entrepreneurship?
0: <laughs> well, you know, there's many things. Number one is sometimes you know, people will quit without thinking about if they're ready. Mm -hmm. You know how sometimes something will happen at work and and you were thinking about it, right? Say you're in the process of, you know, you're doing your 60-minute workout or maybe they're in your program, Anne-Marie. So they're they're getting positioned to do it, but they are not ready yet. And then something ticked them off at work and they just quit. Yes. (laughs) So that's a mistake. And to counter that, one of the things I like to say is that And I tell my clients, understand, once you come into my program, understand that you're in transition. And when you go to work every day, go to work happy. Why? Number one, because the energy that you take to work is the same energy that you're going to bring home when in the evening you start doing your 60-minute workout. So you don't want that negative energy around your business, number one. So that's one of the things. The other thing I like to say is go to work. And be happy about going to work. Understand you're going to work because that's your choice to go to work. However, you do have a plan that you're working. You're working your plan. And right now the plan says that you go to your job. Yes. Right. However, you already have the vision. You know what your Freedom Day goal is, so that's why you can go happily. And if you're tracking your numbers, you know how close you are. You know how many more days you have to go into that job. So you see how you can go
1: to work happy every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think so- be mindful of that. Then any, even if things are happening in your, you know, your role at, at your full time job things don't hit you as hard and they don't seem as, um, you know, negative because of the fact that you kind of have this end plan and you know, Mm -hmm. well, look, as I continue to, to, to grow this and I can see that it is continuously growing, you kind of have an end plan of exactly how it's going to be, but only if you track and monitor and continue to work consistently on these activities, yes?
0: Oh, yes, definitely. You are exa- exactly right. And let me share one other mistake. This is really, really huge. Another big mistake that entrepreneurs make, and I'm being honest again, I made the same mistake. For years, I would not pick a niche. You can say your target market, your audience, whatever you call it, I, I just wouldn't pick one. And the reality for me was, is I I didn't get it. I mean, I had coaches tell me to pick one, but I, I it took years for me to find the right person to explain it to me the right way mm-hmm. to where one I can understand it to pick one because initially I was like well I work with women entrepreneurs where how many people is that yes how many right <laughs> how <laughs> many different things do they have going on yeah. so you have to pick who you're going to serve and I can tell you if you do that one thing when we talk about 60 minutes a day you will maximize that because you will be talking directly to them. And when they hear you, they'll say, oh, that's me. Because you know, it's going to be so clear. It's going to be crystal clear. It's almost like what I like to call a uh, profit clarity.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a big mistake. So important. Uh, I'm interested in in hearing this because I'm sure there are people listening today that are in the same boat that you were many years ago when you had not yet recognised the incredible benefit and must do in in getting clearer on your niche. What was it that changed for you that allowed the light bulb moment to go on that you can share with those who perhaps are doubting that it's possible or that they need to, to niche?
0: You know what What really did it for me? Now, here's the thing. I was listening to and working with coaches that, that probably had been in business for, I would say, a good 10 years or so in coaching. And for some reason, when they explained it to me, I just didn't get it.
1: Hmm.
0: Whatever reason. And then I listened. Now, this is coaching. Okay, so we're spending extended periods of time together, blah, blah, blah. It took a free audio that I listened to free. Do you guys hear me free? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I guess what happened is the way the lady explained who she served, that it like clicked for me. Yes. It really, really clicked for me. And I knew for me that I never really picked a niche outside of saying women entrepreneurs to the fact that it held me back. Mm hmm. And may not have been the case if it wasn't my mindset. So, you know, remember when I was talking about confidence? Yes. And so I think that affected my confidence. So I think once you feel that you're clear and you're able to communicate clearly what you do, who you serve, you know their pain points and all of those different things, that it becomes easy to you. Now, with that being said, the other piece of that is, Understand when you first start your business and whatever you decide to do, whatever your service, that gift that you're going to share with the world, it may change. And so that's another thing that will, you know, possibly hold you back into uh, being to the level of success that you want. Mm. And I did that, too. I changed. And so when you change, it's like starting over.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think and that that soul.
1: evolution is all part of part mm-hmm. of the journey of entrepreneurship because as you continue to work with, with clients and, and your niche, you recognise that there is a, an element of that or something quite unique and maybe even different that you really are passionate about and where you see use sharing and, and spreading the message to the world and so so absolutely. But I think I totally agree with you, Felicia, niching and identifying your target market is so important. Otherwise, all of the incredible effort we put in into our marketing material and going out there and networking and having our sales conversations. We're just not going to generate the results that we want because of the fact that they don't recognise that we can support them because we don't know their specific needs, desires, wants, all of those things. And Mm -hmm. I think once you have your niche, you you certainly are able to take your marketing message and your sales offers to the next level where people do step up and people who are your ideal clients. I think that's just uh, such an important Important uh, piece of information for people to take away with them today. Do you have anything to share about working smarter and not harder that is going to help everyone listening today to have a positive effect across all areas of their life? Because I know this is so important as well as once we transition into our entrepreneurship full time.
0: Exactly. And here's the thing the first thing, you know, time, right? It's like, oh, I, I never have enough time. Can I get more time? Well, mm-hmm. the answer is no. It's 24 hours in a day. Everybody gets the same 24 hours. So, yes. the first thing you have to do is realize it's 24 hours in a day. That's all you're going to get. And I don't believe in the fact of time management because the clock keeps on ticking. You have to learn to do self management. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're focused on doing the right things in your business. You know, uh, you can put up your website, it could take days, weeks, and months. You know, so it's things that you can be doing that's. T- time wasters. And what I've done is alleviated the time wasters to focus on the income producing activities. And then I talk about outsourcing the things that you don't need to be doing. And it's really, really great that you can do that when you're still in a job because you have income coming in. So as you're creating, building, adding, you know, add team, have people help you do the things that, that you shouldn't be doing. And so that's one of the things to work smarter. Another thing is, you know, um, With a full-time job, and you may have family, you have other things going on, that you want to automate where you can. You know, with technology today, there's a lot of things in your business, especially on the marketing side, that you can automate. Even some of the sales emails, you can automate those once Mm -hmm. you create them. So again, you guys see how I'm talking about 60 minutes a day? That's because when you plan, you automate where you can, systematize, you delegate, and then you focus on the things that you need to focus on. And, you know, emails, you know, you set up templates. There's different ways to, to work smarter. And, and I'm sure, Anne-Marie, you can add to that as well. And then the other thing is, you know, set a schedule. That's really, really key, whether you're working full time or not. Because let me tell you, the day will get away from you. So set a schedule, you know, calendarize whatever you're putting into your schedule and stick to it. stick to it and here's the last thing whether you're in entrepreneurship full time still in a day job I don't care whatever you're doing don't forget to schedule time for yourself
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that's really really
1: important yeah for sure um, I think that some of those points that you mentioned and I'll just touch on them briefly, they are, are key because I know when people are working full time and then they come home and for many of them they may also have um, family that they need to juggle. The time that they sit down to then concentrate and work on the business building elements of the, the entrepreneurship and the build, business that they want to eventually work full time in, it is crucial that that 60 minutes that you work on is not mucking around with your website setting up a few tweets you know on social media or something like that. It is so crucial to have all of those those things automated or outsourced. And I think and, and you would, would would um confirm this too Felicia that sometimes when we are in transition we think well I haven't got enough money to invest but you know what? It, it is an investment. It's actually not a cost when you hire someone because you are investing in then your time so that when you do sit down for the 60 minutes, you then can go and have a conversation with someone who has signed up for your free report and wants to work with you. And imagine you sign them up for one of your programs. That's income rather than if you compare your spending that hour, that 60 minutes, you know, tweaking your website because that heading doesn't look right or that graphic is, you know, <laughs> positioned on the wrong side of the page. Do you want to speak to just to some, to the to people who are thinking, well, I haven't got enough money to afford to hire an assistant to help me do that?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. One, the cost is not what you think it would be. So that's the first thing, you know, you can get a VA to help you with some social media, for example, that's what you talked about, you know, for maybe, um, I don't know, 20, 15 to $25 an hour.
1: Mm.
0: That's a VA. Now, if you went to somewhere like Odess, Elance, um, I forget some Fiverr, you may can find someone that even charges less than that. So the availability is there for you and you can seek that out. But here's, I'm going to share a quick little tip with you. If you have to do it yourself in the beginning, this is what you do. Once your website is created, you just pull content from your website. Use that as your social media post. Set it automated with something like Hootsuite and then it's done. All you have to do is go in and change the dates. And guess what? You can probably get a teenager. And if you have older kids, trust me, they know Mm -hmm. how to do it. You can have them do it for you. So that's a quick way to get your social media done. But here's the other thing. Look at it like this. When you're talking about outsourcing Maybe someone charges twenty five dollars an hour and you're going to start with five hours a month. That's what one twenty five a month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So and as Anne-Marie, you said, you know, instead of spending that hour tweaking your website, you're talking to a potential client and you sign them on. And I don't know, maybe let's go low in here, Anne-Marie. Maybe it's one hundred dollars that you charge. Well, guess what? That same hour that you paid the VA 25 you just made 100 So in essence, after you paid the VA, you still have $75. $75. So mm-hmm. is that not good?
1: Yeah. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> so, so that's the bare bones of that. If you hmm. charge more, guess what? Then you have more to keep
1: love it love it so very important and what we'll do too is you mentioned some great resources there Felicia we will put them up on the show notes and okay. today's show is um, 119 so 119 so all you need to do is go to the link ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES 119 and all of those resources that uh, Felicia just mentioned will have links there as well so Felicia there's one step every entrepreneur can take that you say has a huge impact on the outcome of the successes in their business. Can you share with us what that step is?
0: Sure. The one step that that has the biggest impact on your business as an entrepreneur, is, it's really, really simple. Uh, it's really believing in yourself mm. because here's what's going to happen. Things will come up. Challenges will come up you will have people tell you, you can't do it. They'll, You'll have people say, oh, you're crazy to leave your job, your good paying job, your secure job. When today's world, we know there's no secure, you know, no secure jobs. Right. Yes. And so, so they'll be like, you know, you're crazy. Or if you step out into entrepreneurship and maybe it gets a little shaky in the beginning for you, or you're not getting as many clients as you want. And the first thing you're going to hear is go get a job or why haven't you looked for a job or maybe you should go back and get a job. So your foundation within yourself, not just your business, has to be solid. So you're going to have to find ways to feed your soul, to feed yourself, to keep you motivated to get up every day and do this. Mm -hmm. Whether you're in a job or you're doing it, you know, an hour in the evening, whatever it looks like for you, you know, because you can come home from work tired. So what's going to motivate you to do what you need to do and be consistent. So you have to work on yourself, feed your soul, you know, uh, have that positive energy around you. You can't hang around a lot of negative people because they're going to bring you down quick. So that's the one thing on the personal side is to make sure you're feeding your soul on your business side is you have to make sure you have to make sure that you have a solid business model. And what I mean by that, by that is, you know, who you serve, what you're going to offer them, how you're going to offer them. If it's packages, products, services, whatever, you need to be clear on that. How much you're going to charge, you know, all of that. How will Mm. you get the product or service to them? Will you offer group? Will you do one-on-one? Will you do live speaking? Will it be workshops? Whatever it looks like for you, your business model needs to be solid. Again, we're talking about profit
1: clarity. Mm Mm-hmm. So important. Oh boy, you shared some golden nuggets here today, Felicia, and I'm sure people's creative juices are flowing now. If they want to learn more from you, how can they get in contact with you?
0: Sure. So, of course, I'm on all the social media rims. I'm on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash dream, the number four self, the number one. So I'm always on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also on Twitter at, you know, twitter.com forward slash Felicia Streeter. Check out my YouTube page as well, which is, you know, youtube.com forward slash Felicia Streeter. So those are all the social media rims. You can always visit my website, which is FeliciaStreeter.com. And then I have a free uh, video series that Takes this conversation further that you guys may want to check out. It's free, it's a four part video series, and it's on how you can generate cash flow in 60 minutes a day. So we're diving deeper than today. And that's at FeliciaStreeter.com forward slash video series.
1: Video.
0: And of course, via email. So email, you can always go to info at FeliciaStreeter.com.
1: Fabulous. And we will, of course, put all of these ways to contact you, Felicia, on our show notes, as well as um, the YouTube, all of the social media connections and uh, the link to the, the free four-part video series because I think that that's something that we need to be aware of if, you, you know, we're in a stage that we're transitioning from full-time work into our full-time business. And once we have all of these things in place, we certainly can ensure that that transition comes a lot quicker. So uh, then we can send that Dear Boss I Quit email which I think yeah. we all look forward to if we're in that position. So, look, thank you so much once again for, for sharing your brilliance with us. It really has been um, eye-opening, and I'm sure those people who have been kind of, you know, pussyfooting around it, that's probably a hard <laughs> word to say, but you know what, I'm not ready to dip their toe into the full-time entrepreneurship, um, have certainly been inspired and empowered uh, by you today, Felicia. So thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you so much. I am so glad that you allowed me to come share this. And let me leave you guys with a quote. Take this with you. You you can never leap if you allow your current financial situations to make you crawl.
1: Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are joining us for the very first time today, you have gotten some fantastic information. Why don't you leave a comment in the comment section below the show notes? What is one action step that you commit to taking today? Let Felicia and me be your accountability partner. What is it that you're going to do? Leave a comment there. And while you're at it, if you haven't yet subscribed to our iTunes channel, there's a link on the show notes. Go and do that now so that you can every week be inspired and empowered by another guest expert on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Bye for now, everyone. Have a fantastic week. Bye. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com, and we'll send you out further details.